Welcome to the Mastery Matrix podcast. I am your host, Kyrie, and on this side of the podcast world, we geek out on human potential and transformation. You know how to disrupt ourselves, elevate to mastery, and build our mind, body, spirit, and systems for greatness. I hope you're ready, guys, because I am. Let's go. So you know how it's already the end of the year, we're about to get into a new year. And for most people right now, it's an amazing time to kind of reflect on on the year that just passed and prepare the next one, right? New goals, new vision for the year, new commitments, things that we're starting working on on January 1st. And people, a lot of people are extremely excited about that. And... And the reality is that by the middle of the month of January, most people will have fallen off the bandwagon and uh, started negotiating with themselves and just gotten to this point where all of a sudden, you know, life has taken over, not the goal anymore, not the vision and the dream and all of the, the big the big things that they said they would do um, for the year, right? And that is what happens to most people year after year after year after year. Now, here's the thing. You are not most people, right? If you're listening to this, you are not most people. And what we want to do is have a way, have a tool, have a method, a strategy to be able to keep our promises to ourselves. Because if you can build that muscle of getting your commitments and making them clear and then being really diligent in terms of keeping your promises When you say that you're going to do something, you actually get up and do it. When you give yourself a specific deadline, you actually respect it. If you're able to do that, you will get to your goals. Okay. And so that's what we're talking about today. So how do you keep your promises to yourself? As I was sharing earlier, most people have a hard time doing this and it's very easy to start negotiating with yourself. But here's the thing. This is a muscle. The more you get into the habit of identifying what you want, giving yourself specific actions to do and commitments, right? And the more you're able to get up and get those commitments executed on completed, the more confidence you're going to build to do bigger, better, you know, more fun and exciting things. The more you get in the habit of giving yourself a commitment, breaking your promise to yourself, the lower your confidence is going to get, the harder it's going to get to do the rest of the things that have to be done. That is the reality of this. That is why this topic is so, so, so important. And yet it's, we find it as humans, it's much easier to keep our promises to someone else than it is to keep them to ourselves. Why? Because when it's to ourselves, nobody else needs to know, right? No one else but you know. But the thing is, because you know, you will know when you're not doing it and you will feel the lack of confidence creep up and up and up when you don't keep your promises to yourself. When we're talking to somebody else and we are, you know, giving them, uh, uh, making a promise to them and we keep it, they trust us more, right? And when we don't keep it, they lose trust. Well, the same thing happens to us with ourselves, when we complete the commitments that we said we were going to do, when we keep our promises to yourself, we build more and more trust in ourselves. That is the confidence that I was talking about. When we break those promises, we start not trusting ourselves anymore, right? 
the, com- the lack of confidence that I was talking about. So super, super important. Now, how do you do this? The first thing that really helped me back in the day to, to, um, to nail this and to be able to work on my vision board and get pretty much all of the main things that I had in there at, the, at this point in time, like completed and in my experience was using the power of focus. Less things. You don't say yes to many. You say yes to less. Ideally one, maybe two things, right? Maximum three if you really, really, really have to. But three is already a stretch and can create overwhelm. One is better. Less is more in this type of situation. The more you can be focused, the easier it's going to have small steps to get you to that big one thing. And the easier it's going to be to keep your commitments and your promises to yourself when it comes to those little things. If you have two, three areas of focus, that's even more steps that you have to commit to, which already starts becoming can start becoming a problem. Does that make sense? So use the power of focus. In this situation, less is best. You choose one big thing that you want to work on. I typically um, work in 90-day increments. I've shared this a few times. 90-day increments. Each 90-day has a f- big focus, and that's how I do things, right? So if your next 90 days are about let's say, um, building your content, like really focusing on your content marketing, or let's say that it's about your health, right? Then you're going to take that one thing and break it into smaller pieces. You might have two, three pieces, big pieces and small action items underneath, but that is like your one big theme of what you're working on for now. Okay. So let's say that you're breaking your next year into like four 90 day increments, your first 90 day, give it one big focus, one big focus. And within that big focus, if you can narrow it down even more, even better, right? Less is more. Uh, And number two is planning for the discomfort. Now, the other thing that happens for a lot of people is that they will have this big plan. Maybe they're, they already have it broken down into pieces. They feel super, super clear in terms of what needs to be done, but they haven't taken into account the discomfort that is going to inevitably arise. Whenever you're doing something you haven't done before, whenever you're doing something that is new, whenever you're doing something that is going to bring about change, there is going to be discomfort. And you have to have a strategy for that. What that means is, let's say that I know that I want to focus on my health right now, right? Um, I am working with a fitness trainer and a nutritionist and all of that stuff. And I want to get my health to the next level. Chances are there's going to be scenarios during the next 90 days where I don't want to stick to the plan. (laughs) Either I am traveling, I am with people, I am just tired of the food or whatever that is, right? Or maybe I hit my plateau, not my plateau, I hit my limit, my lower ceiling or my upper ceiling, whatever that is, where the thermostat gets me to start sabotaging because let's say maybe I already lost five pounds and I feel great and, you know, I'm already almost there. Why don't I start cheating a little bit? That is the stuff that you want to start planning for because when either you've hit a plateau or discomfort comes because it's not convenient to work on your goal anymore. You want to have a strategy. You want to have maybe someone to hold you accountable. You want to have a a strategy where maybe if it's something that you 
know that you will get exhausted for whatever reason, right? Or you feel like you will feel pressure when working on that goal. You need to find some way to have an outlet for those emotions. Is really planning what could really hit me emotionally that could derail me. And you plan for those things and you have a strategy for those things. And those strategies go in your calendar like you make them happen. Okay, so super, super important. This is where a lot of people fail. They start hitting the discomfort two weeks in, one week in, and already they're completely off trail and they never get back on. You're not one of those people. (laughs) Okay, so plan for the discomfort, have a strategy for when it feels like you're going to slip off, right? When you feel like you're, you know, going to give up or not going to feel like it. And you have a strategy for that. Then another strategy to another thing that you have to think about is what can make it so that you keep this promise front of mind? A lot of people will forget about their goals and start negotiating with themselves because life starts becoming louder in their mind than their promise to themselves. This happens all the time. Happens to me, happens to you, happens to everybody. What you want to do, though, is have a strategy to keep what is most important to you, top of mind, front of mind, in front of your eyes. That might be that you're writing your goals every day. It might be that you're visualizing every day. It might be that you're talking to to your coach about your goals every day. Whatever that is, what is going to be your strategy to bring your goals back to the front of your mind, top of your mind every single day? If you do that, There's a reason why a lot of very successful people will tell you that they take a pen and actually write down their goals every single day in their planner, in their journal. It is because it brings it back front of mind. It's easier to manifest when it's front of, when it's top of mind. It's easier to make decisions that are in alignment when it's top of mind. It is just so much more effective, productive, and efficient to have your goals be and have the promises to yourself be really much louder in your head than what everything, what everyone else is bringing uh, to your experience on a day-to-day basis. Life. Okay. Life will always be super loud. You want to have mechanisms to actually have your stuff come first. Okay. And this is a great way to do it. And then number four, which is last, but really not least, this is probably one of the most important things is you want to know why you want to keep this promise. Why is it that you want to be healthy? Why is it that you want to have really great content over the next 90 days? Why is it that you, you know, want to work on your marital relationship, for example? Why is that? What is the purpose of getting to that goal? What is going to change in not only your experience, but other people's experience if you keep that promise to yourself? What is it going to say about you as a person, as a human, as in terms of your character, if you keep that promise to yourself? What will it say about you if you don't? Something that I used to be very, especially with my kids, right? Especially with my kids, uh, when they were very young, I used to be very, to take it very lightly what I said to them, because that's how I was raised, right? I would often be told, oh yeah, we're going to do this thing. And then days pass, we don't do it. 
Um, and then I would ask, oh, when are we doing it? Uh, we don't know. We'll see. Right. And that that's how I started with my children as well. But got to a point and it's really with my so my son will not say a lot of things. He'll keep them inside. Right. He, he will not vocal a lot of, vocalize a lot of things. That's work in progress. My daughter, very, very, very in, in your face type of person. And literally, she, she the one the first day when she came to me and I told her, oh, we were going to do, I, I don't, I can't even remember what it was. And we didn't do it. And she came to me and she was really disappointed. Like, you know, when you're talking to a child and they're disappointed in you, that's like a whole other type of disappointment. And she was like, but yeah, but you promised. And that literally broke my heart. So number one, I stopped saying I promise when I didn't know that I was going to actually be able to do the thing, right? So sometimes she'll come and ask me and I'll say, you know what? We will try this day at that time. Here's the reason why I cannot promise you, but I will try. And then when I know for sure, I will tell her, yes, I promise. And those ones I keep, okay? So keep giving a why is super important because for me, I when she said that, I realized I don't want to be a person that my kids remember as the the person that they know that is their figure of authority that does not respect their promises, that says something and does the other thing, right? That is not living in integrity. And that has become something really, really important to me. So when I talk to the kids, I try to be very, very mindful in terms of, okay, who, what type of character am I showing right now? Is this something that I want them to emulate? That is a huge why for me. And so because I've started doing that, and I started doing that a few years ago, even to myself, my, the way that I talk to myself about my goals has shifted. It's a character thing at this point. It's who do I want to show up as? Am I the type of person that says one thing and does the other? Or am I the type of person that would rather not promise but only promise when they know that they will do for sure for the other person? I'd rather work on this at this point of time. I'd rather work on stuff behind the scene without people knowing and then show it to them and give it to them when it's when it's ready, when they know, right? That when they're when when I know that they're going to be super excited and I can promise then. And to myself, the same thing. I'd rather reduce the number of things that I have to do. So that I know for sure that the things that I put on my calendar, I do. If something goes in my calendar, because I use my calendar for everything, right? But if something is in there and I remove it once, twice, three times, then it's not a commitment anymore. And I can still see, even with me knowing all of this, there are things that during this year that I did amazingly well. Like this year was one of the best years of my life in terms of, the moves that I made in terms of my career, my relationships, the, the in terms of abundance, all of that is so much better. And yet there are things that I knew that I wanted to do for the year that I did not get to do. I kept postponing them. I kept you know procrastinating on them for whatever reason, even if it's because life was super busy and the move and all of that, I will still call it procrastination because it remained on my dashboard of things to do. If I knew for sure that I didn't want to, or I was not able to execute on them, I should have removed them and let the people know around me that this is not something we're taking care of for now. 
Okay. But even knowing all of this and talking to you about all of this, I still have my work in progress as well. Like this is never perfect, but the more you're aware of it, the more you're going to be able to do bigger, better, more fun things with your life, with your career, with your relationships, with your family and so on. And it makes life so much more enjoyable and it makes it so much easier to tackle big things too, because If you take a big thing and you break it into small pieces and you keep your promises to yourself when it comes to the small pieces, you're going to see every week, month, 90-day periods of time that you have jumped leaps when most people are still talking about the stuff they want to do, all right? So as this year is about to roll in, I really want to invite you to think about how you are going to keep your promises to yourself by maintaining your focus, by planning for the discomfort, by writing your goals or saying your goals or sharing your goals in some way so that you keep them top of mind, and by remembering why you want to do that thing. Like at the depth of depth, and I want you literally to ask yourself, three times, why at least, three to seven times going deeper and deeper. Why do I want that? Okay, but why? Okay, but why? And as I said, for me, doing this exercise got me to the point of realizing it's a character thing. I just want to be that person that people can trust and that can trust themselves to do what needs to be done. Okay, and a lot of times it's not easy. And a lot of times it won't be perfect but we're not looking for perfect here. We're just looking for progress. All right. So I hope this was super helpful. I hope it helps you really plan out how you're tackling the year as it's about to roll in and how you're going to be successful because you will, right. And you will share with me when you are right. I love you so much. I wish you the most amazing um, holiday season and I will talk to you soon. There you have it. If you got any insight from today's show, guys, please make sure that you leave a review and subscribe to the podcast on iTunes. That would mean a lot to me. Also, the conversation continues and I want you to connect with me on IG or Facebook at Kyrie Var. Now, this information is in the show notes, so you can grab it in there and message me with your biggest takeaway from today's show. All right. So thanks again so much for being here with me today. I will see you very soon.